our scripture reading this morning is going to be coming from the book of Acts, the seventh chapter, and I will be reading verses 20 through 37 in the NLT uh, translation of the Bible. At that time, Moses was born a beautiful child in God's eyes. His parents cared for him at home for three months. When they had to abandon him, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and raised him as her own son. Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was powerful in both speech and action. One day when Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his relatives, the people of Israel. He saw an Egyptian mistreating an Israelite. So Moses came to the man's defense and avenged him, killing the Egyptian. Moses assumed his fellow Israelites would realize that God had sent him to rescue them, but they didn't. The next day, he visited them again and saw two men of Israel fighting. He tried to be a peacemaker. Men, he said, you are brothers. Why are you fighting each other? But the man in the wrong pushed Moses aside. Who made you a ruler and judge over us, he asked. Are you going to kill me as you killed that Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard that, he fled the country and lived as a foreigner in the land of Midian. There his two sons were born. Verse number 30 says, 40 years later, in the desert near Mount Sinai, an angel appeared to Moses in the flame of a burning bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight. As he went to take a closer look, the voice of the Lord called out to him, I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses shook with terror and dare not look. Then the Lord said to him, take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groans and have come down to rescue them. Now go, for I am sending you back to Egypt. So God sent back the same man, his people, who had, had previously rejected when they demanded. Who made you a ruler and judge over us? Through the angel who appeared to him in the burning bush, God sent Moses to be their ruler and savior. And by means of many wonders and miraculous signs, he led them out of Egypt through the Red Sea and through the wilderness for 40 years. Verse 37 says, Moses himself told the people of Israel, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. Here ends the reading of God's 
holy and sacred word. Now, God, we come asking that you will bless this word that you have given to us. Let it do this body of Zion good. God, let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, you are our strength and our redeemer. And those who are in assembly said amen. Man. Amen. Let me uh, all say to you once again to our seniors, I know this is a surprise to you today that today is Senior Appreciation Sunday, but let me tell you something, when the Lord lays things on your heart, you must uh, do as he said, and your pastors, he took us and laid it on our hearts that today would be uh, Senior Appreciation Sunday for those who are 70 and above in our uh, midst in RCM2. So we salute you today. Uh, we also want you to know that there is a surprise for those who have not received it uh, coming in your mail. It's already in the mail. If you haven't gotten it already, it is on the way. So we want you to know that we love you and that God loves you even better than we do. So that's why he put it on our hearts to make sure that we recognize you today. Senior Appreciation Sunday. You are special to us and we wanted you to know that. So will you listen to me just a little bit as I cross-reference some of the scriptures? You've heard the reading of the scriptures from Acts chapter 7. Uh, but Acts chapter 7, 23 says that Moses has spent many years as the adopted son of Pharaoh's daughter. He said when Moses was 40 years old, 40 years old, he decided to visit his fellow Israelites. So here right now we have evidence that Moses is 40 at the point that the scriptures examine his age. And then as we go into Acts chapter 7, verse 30, it then says, after 40 years had passed, an angel appeared to Moses in the flames of a burning bush in the desert near Mount Sinai. And thus, we now have even more evidence that Moses has gotten a few extra years in his, uh, in his conference, and he is now 80 years old. Keep that in mind. Since 40 years have passed since his burning bush experience. Then as we go to Deuteronomy 29 and 5, it further explains by having Moses look back over his life and discussing how good God has been to his people, saying, during the 40 years that I led you through the desert, your clothes didn't wear out, and nor did your shoes on your feet. So this confirms the 40 years 
after the burning bush experience, also chronicling that Moses was 80 at that time. So then Exodus 7 and 7 confirms this by saying that Moses was 80 years old, 80 years old, and Aaron was 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. So at 80 years old, we now can recognize the start of Moses' greatest achievements in God Almighty. And since we have begun to look at things in a chronicled way, we want to salute our seniors today from the subject, age is just a number. Age is just a number. Seniors, RCM2 members, and friends, we want all of you to know that God chooses to use and bless those he chooses, no matter what the age is. Age is just a number in God's eyes. And by the way, the Bible also said that Moses lived to be 120 years old as he worked for God and his people right up to the very end. So age is just a number when God is on your side. Age is just a number when God is using you. Age is just a number. You see, God has plans for you seniors. Even now, when you might have a little more gray hair than you might want, even now when you might have some aches and pains that are totally undesirable, even now, God still wants you to know that you have purpose, purpose to help the young folk to understand a few things about life, purpose to help some of the people under 70 to understand a few more things about how God operates and purpose to help us to glean hope when things are upside down, because you have, in some cases, already been there and done that. Amen, somebody. So age is just a number, and God still has promises to fulfill for you. Age is still just a number because it ain't over until God says it's over. Age is still just a number because you are still using gifts that God gave you to help someone else. Even if it's just the gift of long life or just the gift of experience, it is still useful to those coming along behind you. So we're speaking to you today from the subject, age is just a number. Come on, Pastor, I give us a little more. Amen, somebody. And let me get my shout out to our seniors this morning as well and say happy Senior Appreciation Sunday to each and every one of you, one day we're going to get there too, right, Pastor Keith, if we keep on living. 
Well, we want to take a moment to just kind of examine the text in Acts this morning. Uh, because if we look close at Acts number 7, what we really are hearing is the words from a man named Stephen. Some of you may be familiar with Stephen. Stephen was an exemplary Christian. Uh, he would be one of those Christians that uh, people would want to try to be like. He would yeah. be one of those kind of holy roller kind of Christians. Stephen was an upstanding uh, a person in the community. Uh, he had a boldness about him. Uh, 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 Stephen uh, uh, would stand up to anybody uh, who said anything to the contrary of the Christian faith. Yeah. Uh, he had a, a witness about him, and because he had uh, such a witness, uh, Minister Swan, uh, they arrested him, and they killed him at the hands of the Jewish authorities. Uh, yeah. Does that sound familiar to you? Uh, we've seen it before, where when the Jews don't like what it is you are doing uh, uh, in those Roman days, that they didn't have any problem uh, taking you out. Uh -huh. uh, but so, 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 so Stephen becomes uh, what is known as the first uh, Christian martyr. Uh, mm -hmm. For somebody who might not know or remember what a martyr is, it's simply somebody uh, who is willingly or who will willingly suffer death rather than to renounce his or her religious convictions. Uh -huh. And so here we are in chapter 7 of Acts and we see and we hear uh, Stephen defending himself after he is being accused of speaking against the sacred temple and the laws of Moses. The portion of the scripture that I read for your hearing lets us hear what, what Stephen has to say to the high Jewish council. And so what you hear now is, is how he recounted Israel's long history of resisting God's will through God's servants. And First off, he comes up with a name called Moses. Mm -hmm. And now uh, he says, first it was Moses, and now it's the prophet whom Moses had predicted. Uh, and we call him Jesus the Christ. Yeah. Uh, you see, within the text, Pastor Keith, Stephen brings up the story of Moses. Uh, he begins talking about Israel's liberator, and he reminds them of his birth. Uh, uh, Stephen says he was a beautiful boy child, uh, and Moses was preserved from infancy. Uh, yeah. uh, can I put a pen right there? Pastor, uh, because I'm sure many of our seniors out there are living testimonies uh, as to how the Lord has kept you uh, and preserved you uh, yeah. from the time of your birth uh, up until this present time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there were hard times. Uh, I'm sure there were times of sickness. Uh, there were valley lows uh, and there were twists and turns uh, that we know life can take us through. Uh, amen somebody, yeah. but somehow, some way, um, our God made a way. Uh, and see, what we can uh, pull from Moses' life um, is that God will take special care of those whom he designs uh, to make special use of. Yeah. Oh, I understand. You may not feel like you're important. You may not look like you're special, but can we stop right now and tell you you are special in 
Yeah. Uh, can I tell you just a little bit more from the text? You see, Stephen offers a view of Moses' life, but he places it in 40-year intervals. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, you see, each interval was a reminder that God was doing something in his life that prepared him for the next assignment that was to come. Amen, yeah. somebody. Yeah. Can I tell you something else? Brothers and sisters, make a note here. In 17 verses, uh, Stephen covers 80 years uh, of Moses living. Uh, yeah. uh, it's 80 years uh, of this man who was really coming into the place uh, where God was about to use him in ways that history has never forgotten. Uh, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And God was still not through with him yet. Oh, let your hearts be encouraged this morning, my brothers and sisters. I know you don't feel like you used to feel. I know you don't think your steps are as long as and sure as they once were. I know your sight is not as good and clear and sharp as it once was. But we stopped by just for a little while to tell you that God is still not through with you yet. Oh, come on, come on. Lift up your heads. Lift up your heads, our seniors, this morning. Our advice, our advice to those who feel like you have passed the time where God can use you is this. Do not be discouraged at what seems like the slowness of the fulfilling of God's promises. I want you to remember that God has a timetable felt and what God has promised he surely will bring it to pass. Come on, Pastor Keith, come on and tell us something else. So to our family and friends at RCM2, hear what the word says about honor and tribute to our seniors over 70. We look at Leviticus 19 and 32. It says, stand up in the presence of a elderly and show respect for the aged. Fear your God. So we stand here today. We, we want to stand here. We want to incite action in you and incite action in the truest sense of the word. What are we talking about? We want to call you to action so that we can change this whole nasty culture of ours today. You see, nowadays it seems that many people have lost respect for God, Pastor, and for what God has done for us. Minister Swan, they don't respect and, and provide for others, uh, and this is especially true for our elderly population. People don't even take time anymore to help them when they are in a precarious position. See them in trouble and leave them laying right there. People don't take the time to appreciate the work that they have done for us in this world. People don't even take the time to love them and make them happy. And nowadays, people certainly don't try to bless them. But God, but God, but God, as he laid it out on our hearts this morning to honor our seniors 70 and over, on the Senior Appreciation Day in RCM2, we want you to know 
We want you and our seniors to know that age is just a number. Oh, yes, it is. You, you see, you see, since we honor God and we love God, we, you, we see that you can see that you are still viable. Yes, you are. You are still loved. Oh, yes, you are. You are still worthy of honor. Yes, 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 you are. And you are still very useful. God makes you useful. And you are useful not only to God, but you are useful to us. I'm reminded of the many times that my son used to go around and sit with older people as a child just so that he could learn certain information, certain things that they had to say. I can tell you he got it honest because his mother used to do the same thing. And his father used to sit at the feet of his grandfather and just glean all the kind of old wisdom that he could get because sitting at the elder's feet taught you something. It laid something on you that you didn't have before. It talked about experiences that you had not ever gotten to and may not ever see, but there were special things that we know that he that comes through the elders and comes from God. So we are here to honor you, Senior. We're here to honor you today. Amen. Bless the Lord. So, so, why, why, why do we honor the seniors today? Well, Pastor Keith had already told you that the Lord had placed it on our, in our spirits yeah. to honor and to celebrate our, our seniors and the congregation. And because we reverence that spirit of the Lord that yes. is within us, we set out to make sure that it happened. Yes. You see, but there are a few highlights that we want to get out and must come to the forefront as we celebrate our seniors. God has placed us uh, placed a word in us and placed us in a posture that will help us give honor where honor is due today. And as people of God, we must hold, and this is our first point, an inner reverence. Yeah. Yes, number one is an inner reverence. You see, God has set a mandate of us yes, in First Peter 1 and 16 to be holy people. Yes, he did. He says, be holy, yes. for I am holy. Yes. Yes. Holy yes. people love God. Yes. Holy people serve God. Holy people fear or reverence God. And because we are holy people who reverence God, God sets the standard that we have an inward reverence and esteem and an outward respect for our elders. Yes. We must be careful to help them, to spend time with them, to learn from them, and to make their lives as easy as we can in their later years. Yes. I know yes. I have some witnesses out there. I've seen it in my own home when my mother took care of her mother and her husband's mother yes. at the same time yes. to make life easier in their older years. Yes. I saw it not long ago on Facebook where Tyler Perry had written about why he had never gone back to ever visit his 
mother's grave. And it's basically in a nutshell what Mr. Perry was saying. He said, I did all I could while she was here with me. I don't have any regrets. I don't have any guilt. And I have no shame because I gave her her flowers while she could see them and while she could smell them. That's because Mr. Perry had an inner, had that inner reverence for God, and he poured it out on his older mother. The second thing I'm going to tell you is we got to have is an outward respect. You all know the scriptures has already told you to honor your mother and your father so that your days may be long in this land. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get to be 120 like Moses was, but, but, but it does tell you something about how your life can go and turn out when you show that outward respect. I, I was thinking about this, Pastor Keith, because our current culture really has a way of disposing things when they get old. Am yeah. I right yeah. about it? Uh, you go into the nursing homes, uh, the rehab centers, you'll see more people sitting around or laying in beds that seemingly have been forgotten by family and friends. Uh, uh, they don't have anything to do, nothing to look forward to. Uh, because why? Because they have simply gotten old. Uh, we have a way in our culture of getting rid of the old stuff. Uh, we set it aside. We throw our old furniture. We get yeah. rid of old clothes. Yeah. And oh my goodness, we even get rid of old people. Uh, we don't live in a culture that takes notice and pride in those who have lived long and productive lives. Uh, we see them as useless and sometimes even in the way. In many of our circles, I have heard that, that, that we are to respect, uh, many of our elders, excuse me, that what we have heard down through the ages is that we are to respect our elders. Yeah, yeah. How many of you have heard your parents tell you that? Children, generation after generation, have heard the old adage. But today, as we live and breathe, it is believed that respecting your elders, uh, as Pastor Keith had touched on, has become outdated. Yeah. We see it as, uh, we can see it being played out in the news. Uh, we see it in the marketplace uh, yeah. and sometimes even in our homes. Uh, but I now want you to listen to us carefully uh, because we are not standing here teaching you, uh, uh, teaching our younger set to respect and honor people who abuse you and people who do right. evil towards you. Right. Uh, but we are saying those behaviors are not of God. Yeah. But yeah. what we are promoting is giving the outward respect to those elders who pass down godly wisdom, right. who give careful guidance and give you the love that God would have you to have. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you that those who have lasted through the storms of life uh -huh. and can now help you pass through your own storms. Do I have a yeah, witness yeah, yeah. in the house who has ever had to sit down with somebody who has gone through storm after storm 
yeah. and they can help you to navigate your own. Yeah. Oh, I'm a witness, I'm a witness. But you know what? I got something else to tell you that we know it works. We know respecting elders works because we've seen it in cultures that are beyond our shores. Yeah. Oh, because you know, in Greece, old man is not an old bad word. Right, yeah. Koreans say they highly respect their elders. The Chinese have made a way of taking care of their parents in old age. Uh -huh. And even in India, the elders become the heads of the family. Can we just say that an outer respect in old age is immediately connected to the reverence of our God. Yes. Come on, Pastor yes, Keith, yes, come yes. on. And we now, yes, so let me get in a little yes. bit on this outer respect point. Yeah, you see, yeah, yeah. in Leviticus 19 and 32, Mr. Swan, it says, rise in the presence of the aging and show respect. Yeah. So by that you are revering God. Rise in respect according to the traditions of the Hebrews said that a man of 70 years or more was deemed worthy of an outward sign of respect. That respect obliged a younger person to stand to their feet uh, when a senior citizen passed by, particularly when they came within four cubits of the person that they were passing by. Now, y'all should know what the four cubits uh, of space mean uh, because if you were to look at one cubit, uh -huh. it is about one and a half feet. Mm -hmm. Multiply four cubits times one and a half, uh -huh. and what do you get? You get six feet, uh -huh. which is the same as the social distancing that we've been doing during the pandemic. Right. So you That's all right. know how long that you got, you how much space you need, but make sure that when you see them six feet out, that you rise and you give them respect. That younger in, individuals could sit down after it was all over, but they needed to rise and give that elder respect as they passed by. Oh, if we respect and love God, we will love and respect our elders. That's a good thing right there. I can shout on that one right by myself because we got to love God first before we can love anybody else. But uh -huh. if we love God, uh -huh. we will love and respect our elders. We will show true, true deference to them. You see, in Job 29, uh -huh. it says that we should honor and place in reverence the elder because God is honored in the elder. Oh, that, that's good right there. Uh -huh. And God will honor the elder. And, and, and for this reason, Reverence by age uh -huh. is required. Ooh. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You see, various theologians and historians, they suggested even the heathens mm. were to cultivate this virtue. Even the heathens were to cultivate this virtue. So to you younger folk, our younger folk, show honor and respect to our elders. Do not dishonor them by saying or anything or doing anything you feel like it in front of them. You know how some of them are nowadays. Not all, but some nowadays are doing anything and everything in front of our elders because they say, oh, well, we grown too. Well, yeah, you might be grown, but you know, you ain't growner than God and God 
is showing love through our elders. And so we are telling you, show respect, show honor, show respect, show honor, because age is not just a number. Amen. 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 Well, my third point is that God has granted them long life. Hallelujah. And bless his name. Age is truly just a number. Because when we look at the psalmist writing in Psalm 92 and 14, it reminds us that even in their older ages, they still bear fruit. Yeah. Oh, my, my, my. Yes, and I do. can tell you just a few examples. The, the list is long, but I can give you a few examples if you need me to of people who have achieved great things even in their later years. Mm -hmm. How about old Ben Franklin? Yeah. He was 70 before he that before he signed a declaration of independence. Mm -hmm. Mother Teresa, she was 69 when she got a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. And how about Barbara Hillary? You may not know her, but at 75 years old, Miss Hillary, who was a cancer survivor, became one of the oldest and the first black woman yeah. to reach the North Pole. Wow. I'm just telling you just a few things there will show you that there's still some stuff in you. Yeah, yeah, Proverbs yeah. 16 and 31 reminds us that your great hair is a crown of glory and yeah. it is gain in a righteous life. Yes. And then let me remind you of this, uh, seniors, uh, Isaiah the prophet in Isaiah 46 and 4 says, God says, I will be your God throughout your lifetime yes. Yes. until your hair is white with oh, age. I made you. Mm. And I will care for you. Yes, yes, yes. I will carry you along and I will save you. Oh, this morning we believe and we pray that our message has been heard and thus received. That your age is truly just a number in the eyes of our God. Just because you've reached what we call those golden years doesn't mean that you just have to sit down and watch life just pass you by. Know that in God's eyes, you have value, yeah. you have worth, and you are still the apple of his eye. Yes, yes, yes. And you are loved and appreciated yeah. today by your pastors and your church family yeah. too. May God continue to richly bless you and the days that are yet ahead of you. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. and blessings. Amen.